0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm
1: Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one
2: serving you. Good morning. It is uh, the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. A couple thoughts from the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Jamie, get your reaction. Uh, This one, Joe Toussaint seemed sped up and flustered last night. Pop seems so unflappable despite his youth
3: yeah i, I think J- joe did maybe have a little bit of a a rough night last night and he's been great in that area where i feel like he's not ever been bothered by you know playing on the road and not getting sped up and and maybe there was a little bit of that last night so maybe he didn't didn't have his best game and i, I think he's such an important guy for you and uh he would probably tell you it wasn't his best night and uh, Coach McCaskill would probably tell you that you know it takes a full team, but there's no question that mm-hmm. him not playing great probably factored into you not playing your best.
2: He only took three shots last night, one of three, zero of one from uh, beyond the arc, and then four of four from the free throw line. Uh, he did draw six fouls though last night, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, which was the high uh, for the team, and then his plus minus of four was the highest on the team. He played. Uh, 32 minutes and 48 seconds and then uh but what the other thing for him was he had nine assists mm-hmm. but then eight turnovers yeah so uh all all total the uh the Red Raiders last night had 23 assists on 27 made field goals that's uh that's an impressive number i mean I and mean, they do really a really good job of passing the basketball but man that's that's a high number there. Twenty-three assists on twenty-seven made field goals.
3: It is, and it's and it's a good number. So I mean, just like I mean, we can be let's be politicians here, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can twist a stat any way you want, okay? Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can come up with something positive or something negative. I look at that stat immediately, and I think that's great, right? Twenty-three mm-hmm. out of twenty-seven. That means you're sharing the ball, all of the above, right? Um, more times than not. When somebody beats their man off the dribble and gets into the lane and scores, is there an assist there? No. No. Uh, no. There's no not. assist given because it's about an offensive player, yeah. you know, beating his man and doing his job. It's mm-hmm. not about the pass. Mm-hmm. Okay so beating his man and getting to the rim. We see the lower number of free throws we took last night, right, compared yeah. to what TCU took, yeah. and so you, it, you didn't make many baskets where it was like individual effort, go make a play, go, go get to the rim, go, mm-hmm. you know, that, those kind of things. Everything was more spot up, pass, shoot, catch and shoot, score, right, yeah. knock a shot down. Alright, so you, you want to come, I, I think it's a it's a stat that I think is good, you know, because I want to see a team sharing the ball and, I, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want it to be all about individuality, right? But mm-hmm. I think it leads you to believe, not, you, you can't always be certain of this, but I think in, when you look at last night, I think it leads you to believe that you weren't uh, aggressive going to the rim enough.
2: Okay so maybe it's 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 maybe a little bit of a, a false
3: well so I mean I think the majority of the time I think it's, it's a good, good thing, yeah, good and name. I'm not saying it was bad last yeah. night, I'm just saying that that it kind of points out that you didn't really attack
2: mm-hmm it it's a it's mis- a bit misleading
3: it can be, yeah, it can be. Yeah, no, I think it can that's be. a
2: real that's a really good point,
3: um because. But more, more times than not, I'm loving when you mm-hmm. have a high percentage. That sure. You're working together, you're running sure. the offense, blah, blah, blah. You know, and sometimes, you know, guys just bring the ball up the court and, and take a three, and you know mm-hmm. how that's the most low percentage shot in, in basketball, mm-hmm. you know, without passing it around first. And that can go as no assist. And, and if it goes in, you're like, oh, hey, great. But, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not high percentage.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and – you know, after this is this number is after last night's game, but you averaged thirteen made free throws per ball game. So obviously, you went down a little bit, a tick. I think you're like at about fourteen yesterday, and you you made ten last night. Yeah, and, and that's not necessarily why you lost the basketball game, but I mean, not getting to the line is a function of what you were talking about and not driving too.
3: Yeah, and the difference between them and yeah, you right. at the free throw line was maybe more of the reason. It wasn't that you shot. Not enough it was that they shot so many
2: yeah and and what's and you know, you had and and the other thing is is that you you got into a little bit of foul trouble I mean you had 21 fouls on the ball game they had sixteen again you had a number of fouls late in the game that you're just trying to prolong the game or see if they can miss a free throw so that's that's a bit misleading too uh, because I think there were times when I looked at that I was looking at some numbers during the game. And then I was like looking at the free throw number. I'm like, well, how many fouls do we have? And we had actually at that point in time, less fouls than what TCU had. It's just, they got the right kind of fouls, Mm -hmm. you know? But I mean, at the end of the day, you had five more, but it basically every possession from, you know, about the minute from under a minute. I mean, you're, you're fouling them or trying to foul them to, to send them to the line to see what they can see if they can miss. So you can, you know, see if you can pick up something. And like I said, I mean, the you know the the last couple of possessions there when it was under oh probably under thirty seconds to play or maybe even under forty seconds to play. You know, you have the the, the ball out of bounds. Um, you know, Warren Washington they throw the ball left and he looks right, mm-hmm. and then and then the air ball um, wasn't really a great look. Um, and and they get the rebound, and and in both cases, you know, they're they're scoring off of that because of um you know a, a free throw opportunities that, that they were that they were given at that point in time so yeah it's a it was uh just a little it's a little unfortunate last night um okay so let's see here um red raider two guns asked this question if Kerwin walton isn't shooting why is he on the court uh, Kerwin played uh 25 minutes last night three of five two of four from beyond the arc he had eight points so you see him shoot more than that
3: uh i mean if it's i don't want him to force it
2: yeah yeah
3: i mean if the offense is flowing his way i mean let's remember you got two other guys out there and and mcmillan and uh and pop that are i mean they get up a lot of shots yeah okay um i also think that um, kerwin walton is a is a, a solid defender too i mean i understand you want him to score as well but mm-hmm. you can do more in the game than just score he
2: committed four fouls last night did not draw any and to speak to what you just said with regard to pop and mcmillan uh, Isaacs put up 18 shots mcmillan put up 13 that's 31 of your 52 shots that you attempted last night mm-hmm. between between those two guys and those those two guys are the only two guys that are in uh, double figures uh, South Texas ambassador Preston says this the elephant in the room is rebounding yep we've talked about that yeah. and unfortunately that's something that you don't just get better at he said couple of bad calls as well on to the next round well you can't you you're allowed to get better um, I mean there's some probably some some, some but I mean you got Four offensive rebounds last night. He um, did pick up twenty-three defensive rebounds. Um, so I mean, it's it's not like you didn't get any. Uh, you just didn't get enough uh, because they picked up the the number of second chance points that they did. You heard Coach McCaslin speak to that in the Red Raider Daily Update too. Of uh, fourteen to nothing on on that. So, like I said, on to uh, on to the next one uh, with. With Cincinnati, and that that'll be fun to watch that game and kind of get a and listen to it here on Double T ninety seven three. But to get a feel for Cincinnati, it should be, I would think, a a great crowd. Um, it's a Saturday afternoon, early evening, uh, five o'clock tip. I mean, what the hell else you got to do, right? <laughs> go to the, go to the basketball game.
3: I don't know <laughs> what people have going on in their life. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> i just understand that i you, know, you know people people do have other things to do <clears throat> apparently but um that should be should be a rocking rocking place hopefully on uh on saturday with uh texas tech in cincinnati their their first visit here to uh to cincinnati Um uh, to uh to lubbock i should say uh by cincinnati so we'll we'll see what uh See what transpires. All right, high school fan zone tonight at six on one hundred point seven. The score coaches from Friendship, Cooper, and Liberty uh, will uh, pay a visit. We'll get to the uh, we'll get to the football schedule because uh, there's some. I want to pick Jamie's brain about it a little bit and kind of give you a couple thoughts about it. Uh, there's a couple things that I don't like about it, um, and um, but um, you're never going to be totally satisfied. I think a couple of other teams have a right to uh maybe crow a little bit too about hey that doesn't seem quite right and then one of the one of the newbies uh, getting a little favoritism i feel like coming into uh to the league so we'll uh, kick that around this morning as well on uh, the morning drive here on Double T 97 3 and Double T 97 com. But next, it's this day in sports history.
0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the morning drive podcast from Double T 97 3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. One drive. Today is the last day of the first month of the
2: 24th year. Here is Jeff McGuire with a stay in sports history, January 31, 2024.
1: Going to start in 1948 and I'm going to apologize ahead of time because I'm going to mess these names up. It's just going to happen. Uh, But an unprecedented three-way tie for silver medal in the 500-meter speed skating at the Winter Olympics. American Robert Fitzgerald, got that one. Got that one. Uh, Ken Bartholomew, then there's no way I got that right, and Thomas Byberg of Norway are equal at 43.2s. Finn Helgeson of Norway wins the gold with a 43.1. We were one-tenth a second away from having four (laughs) people tied at the top.
3: Goodness. So what was the second name again?
1: Bartholomew? B-A-R-T-H-O-L-O-M-E-W.
3: Yeah. Okay. I think you nailed the other ones. I don't know about him, though. 1953.
1: New York Yankees, Cleveland Indians, and Boston Red Sox retaliate against St. Louis Browns owner Bill Vec for trying to relocate the team by scheduling the Browns to play afternoon games to avoid sharing
2: TV revenue. Wow. <laughs> Where was he trying to move the team, do you know? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay.
3: Probably Baltimore.
2: hmm that probably makes sense, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, in the middle of the night. <laughs> or Vegas.
1: Could have been Vegas. Mm-hmm. 1982. Busy, busy day in 82. Oh, okay. The 32nd NBA All-Star Game took place. East beat the West 120-118. to 118. Larry Bird, your MVP. NFL Pro Bowl took place. AFC beats the NFC 16-13. to 13. Co-MVPs, Kevin Wilson from the San Diego Chargers and Leroy Sel- Selman from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And U.S. Figure Skating Championship is won by Scott Hamilton on this day in 1982.
3: Hey, speaking of NBA All-Star games, I have to admit to you guys, I'm super excited about NBA All-Star weekend now, now that we find out that Seth and or Steph and Sabrina Ionescu are going to have a three-point contest. Okay. I'm totally interested in okay. that. You're in on that? I'm okay. a fan of both, and so... I think that would be and i really believe cool.
2: mac mcclung is going to participate in the dunk ch- uh, contest again that's
1: cool uh 1997 i forgot this happened san antonio forward dominique wilkins scores 27 points in the spurs 97 to 95 lost in minnesota giving him 26,009 career points He's only the 6th NBAer to reach the 26k milestone. You forgot
3: he played for the Spurs? I forgot
1: he played for the Spurs.
3: Yeah, he bounced around a bunch, he played for Human Boston. Highlight Film. Yeah. Film or real? Mm, I think it's real. Real. Okay. I think it's, okay. I think okay. it's Human Highlight okay. real. Human yeah. Highlight real. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds better. Played for Boston too. Mm-hmm.
1: And on this end. day in 2018,
0: 11 seconds left, Okay, here We're we go, tied. here we go, nine seconds. Five, Evans, four, top of the circle. Evans, spaces away, throws it up, hey! Horns down, horns down, horns down! 73, 71 Red Raiders! Keenan Evans with the cherry on his legacy
3: nice it's a good day
1: it's a great day uh happy national hot chocolate day (laughs) okay
3: (laughs) it's still cold yeah just man just that just feels like it's gotta be December who's who's picking these dates
1: happy birthday Justin Timberlake who's 43 Vernon Davis is 40 Matt Rule 49 Nolan Ryan 77 hmm And we all know that D-Day is June 6th, right? Yes. Landing at Normandy for World War II. And we also all probably know that it was delayed by a day from June 5th because of weather over the English Channel. Mm -hmm. So D-Day could have been June 5th. Mm -hmm. Well, when Operation Overlord was originally planned, D-Day was going to be in May. After more than six months of plans, uh, and at this point in 1944 on this day... It was determined that Allied forces would not have would not be feasible for the manpower and equipment required for a May invasion. So on this day in 1944, it was shifted to June. Wow. Okay. And that is this Dan Sports History. All right. Thank you.
2: Uh, going back to the St. Louis Browns, I don't know if this was part of the controversy, but after the 1953 season, the Browns did indeed move to Baltimore. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> there's only three brownies that are remaining uh alive as of uh, may of 2023 okay uh i saw this and this this is uh this is from this morning uh this is nfl team sponsorship revenue was up 15 percent this year to 2.35 billion dollars okay you want to take a wild guess? Uh, the top team in team sponsorship revenue. No. No? No, no. You, don't, you don't want to take a guess? Okay. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Makes sense. That have not won a Super Bowl, Jeff, in 28 years. Not that you needed to be reminded, but that's pretty stunning. That there's uh,
3: No, it's not. I mean, we've seen the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are just such a monster. No, I know, but band. I mean... <clears> that's. I mean you you wouldn't have expected that.
2: I I, I think no, I probably would have expected that, but I mean I still th- I still think it's amazing for I mean, it's not like they haven't had any success. They just haven't had the success that they feel like that they should have, you know, on the field with regard to huh. making an NFC championship game or getting to a Super Bowl. I
3: mean, as far as it goes for teams in the United States, they're the most popular team, right? I mean, it, it, and it doesn't feel like it's even close. Them and the Yankees. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But it's Let definitely me, the Cowboys. It yeah. feels like it's definitely the Cowboys. And so um, it's they're just a massive. And then and then you factor in that the NFL is so much bigger than everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. And then the NBA or, or Major League Baseball. And the Cowboys are the biggest brand. We know they put the Cowboys in the primetime slots sure, for reasons, sure. all yeah. all the above, because yeah. everybody either loves them or you hate them, whatever. Mm-hmm. All of the above so that's why it's not surprising to me that the Cowboys are still number one I mean despite the fact that they're not winning Super Bowl yeah I mean maybe if they were an irrelevant team and they're not yeah they're not they're maybe not, if they're, they were you know three and they're, fourteen or yeah, something they're, but. Not, they're not it's not like they're Washington or but uh, but you something. would also expect teams like the Chiefs to be up there pretty high on the list as well because very marketable players and mm-hmm. success they're a little bit different than the Cowboys for, for their reasons but um yeah, man, the Cowboys are always going to be a major draw.
2: Um, and this this one note too about the NFL, the combined NFL spending of the top ten categories surpassed the total sponsorship revenues of Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, MLS, and NBA respectively. So, I mean, we know that the NFL's popular, but I mean the for their sponsorship revenue to go up fifteen percent, that's that's a stunning number when you consider it's to go from 2.05 billion to 2.35 billion. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Big, over.
3: big, big business.
2: Big, big business.
0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Pretty smoothly this morning. Concrete is really, really good today. Nice to have you with us on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. All right. Yesterday morning, uh, the big 12 football schedule and dates uh, came down don't have times for everything yet of course that'll 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 come as it goes um, but um, what were your what were your thoughts uh, when you when you got your first glance at the schedule
3: well first off we, we knew who we were playing and mm-hmm. when we were or, ex, or excuse me where we were playing them mm-hmm. so um, it, I, don't, I don't know that I it was you know it was as as What's the word I'm looking for here? Is anxious? Is anxious uh, as as others were because it felt like okay, you know, and and yeah, you're you're wanting to know, you know, exactly when you're home, when you're on the road, and right. when you're playing certain teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess when I looked at it, I, I feel like it's pretty advantageous. We knew you had the seven game at home, right? Um. I feel like there's no question that November is going to be a huge, huge month for you, right? I mean, you've Mm -hmm. got two tough road games there. That's, you know, that to me is, uh, um, you know, that's going to be the decider of whether you have a a really good season or a great season. Um, But the rest of it, really nothing nothing really jumped out at me.
2: Okay. Um, I guess – the, the only thing that wrinkled me just a little bit was uh, the fact that four of your first five are at home. Um, four of your first... Five of your first seven are at home. And after, you know... And you go... Basically, you have three road games and two home games from October 26th out. I, I realized when you have seven home games, it's hard to, hard to space them out. So then I looked at... Um, you know from October the 19th out you have three home games and you have three road games and there's only two other schools that have more Arizona has four and Iowa State has four in that time period but then I look at Oklahoma State and Oklahoma State from October the 19th out has just two home games um, Arizona State and Texas Tech and Iowa and excuse me in Arizona, Arizona State has just two home games, um, UCF and BYU. So, you know, I, I think it's, I guess, like I said, the one thing that I would have liked to have had is just maybe a little bit of, you know, you have three straight home games there in September, the 14th, the 21st, and the 28th. So um, you've got North Texas and then Arizona State and Cincinnati, and then you go to Arizona on October the 5th. And, of course, you open up with, with Abilene Christian, and then you've got the road trip to to Washington State. Um, so yeah, so I mean, like I said, the, if 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 I if you were to ask me, I would have just said, man, I would have loved to have taken one of those September games and move it to November. But I'm I'm not I'm not outraged by
3: it. I mean, you, you don't get to make the schedule for what no. the, the Big 12 doesn't say, okay, what, what's best for Texas Tech? No,
2: I know, I know. Okay. I know. They it's, gotta, I it's, mean, it's, it's somewhat random it no, no, and no, no,
3: balanced. And yeah, I'm sure every team could pick a stretch where I would rather, rather yeah. have this or rather yeah. have that. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. It's that it's it's not what's best for Texas Tech. No, I know. I yeah. I understand that. I I you So you're you, you're expected to have things that you like and mm-hmm. then hey, that works out well for us and yeah. then you expect things like, "Oh man, I hate that. I wish yeah. it wasn't that way."
2: Yeah, I, I I heard uh I think Clint was talking about this yesterday uh afternoon during Tech Talk and said with regard to the Iowa State games like, "Hey, it'd be nice for, you know, you have to go there when it's cold. It'd be nice to the they would have to come here when it's hot, but
3: yeah. yeah, no, I mean you definitely would prefer to play Iowa State on the road in September and yeah. not in November. But and yeah. that's what I said. That's a that's going to be a difficult stretch for you. Hopefully yeah. that that game against Oklahoma State uh, late in November is going to mean a whole lot, you know, because I yeah. think they're <clears throat> one of the better teams. Yeah, no, I and I, and overall the thing that jumps out to me the most mm-hmm. again is stuff that we knew already when. You're looking at teams that you're missing, uh, Utah, yeah, Kansas State, mm-hmm. Kansas. I mean, I would expect those to be top six teams or so in the Big Twelve Conference this mm-hmm. upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And you don't have them on your schedule. We talked so much about Oklahoma State schedule last year and how it was it was easier. This schedule looks, I mean, very advantageous to the Red Raiders to me. Okay, without those three on there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that's and so and then you got seven out of 12 at home Mm -hmm. man i i I don't know what i don't know why folks are outraged
2: yeah and like i said i what are they outraged about the five of seven i don't know okay i have no i mean i i'm not i'm not outraged you just you asked me what i thought and i was like well that's the first thing that stood out to me was like oh man that's you know three straight you know september games um you know in four of your first five that's what that's that's the thing that popped out to again, me again when
3: you have more home games know, and you have road games you got to put them somewhere yeah yeah
2: yeah. no i'm, yeah. I'm with you i like <laughs> i said i mean i'm not i'm not outraged but re- unfortunately i suffer from this disease of it's never good enough and i need to be better at that but i'm but i'm trying i'm trying to be better at
3: that it seems like it would be i don't know this is probably a dumb statement i'm about to make wouldn't be the first won't be the last it seems like it would be almost impossible to not have three straight home games when seven out of twelve are at home.
2: Yeah, right. No, I, you're, you're, you're probably not. You're, you're not wrong about that. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably
3: a. And, and if I'm a Red Raider fan mm-hmm. uh, who sits in the crowd, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather have more home games um, when it's warm. Okay. Yeah. No. I and it, when it's cold in November, yeah. uh, I'll watch those road games from the house. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, are, are there any of the road games that you have a, a hankering to go to? Whether it's at Washington State, at Arizona.
3: Yes, at, I want to go to both of those. That would be fantastic. I would love to visit both of those places. Okay. Yes. Uh, TCU.
2: <laughs> eh. Iowa State.
3: No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Okie State
3: uh no okay no
2: so so could, you're gonna try to pencil in washington state going to
3: spokane i i i, I probably will not um I mean, you just ask me which one i would love to yeah, yeah. i'd love to go to washington state and i think arizona is beautiful so
2: yeah that'd be a that'd be a fun one to go to mm-hmm. uh as well so
3: and washington state would be something cool because it's a yeah. team that we haven't played a whole bunch mm-hmm. and all that yeah. good stuff
2: yeah no and it's it's like you said it's uh it's someplace it's someplace near so you get to go to two places new that uh that you that you weren't previously um having to to go to i have not analyzed everybody's schedule so i don't i don't i don't know if somebody's got it easier than than others um uh the one thing that that came out with regard to kansas yesterday this is this is just shocking to me uh but they're going to play two of their games uh at a at an outdoor soccer field uh, sporting Kansas City, and then they're going to play their, co- their conference games at Arrowhead because they've basically, they haven't basically, they've demolished um, their, um, their, their west side stands and press box and the north end of the stadium. The only thing that remains of M- Memorial Stadium is the, the student side, the, which is the east side, and the main reason for that is so that they can hold graduation I really think they kind of bamboozled their fans because I think the the thought initially was that you heard was, well, they're going to, they're going to do this in stages kind of like, you know, what's been done here. But I guess they said to heck with that. And they just bulldozed everything down or the contractor said, ah, they don't need this press box. They don't need this. We're just going to bulldoze it and we're going to start building. And, because the initial thought was that they would still play their home games there uh, in the fall, but now they're not going to play anything until 2025. So, I mean, they're taking all their home games and moving them uh, to Kansas City and on the Missouri side, and that will rankle some. Um, but you're taking them off campus. Every game will be off campus. So, there, there won't be much, if any, home field advantage.
3: I mean, it's, I guess it's the cost of um, building a new stadium or, yeah. you know, really renovating that dramatically, a stadium. Uh, and there's, you know, I guess it, there's ways that you can do it in stages, but that probably takes a lot longer. And because of that, it probably costs more money. Maybe so. And so, I mean, I like how Maybe the
1: Chiefs offer them a deal to do the games there.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, but just think how, I mean, we really don't have a place that's... 40 it's it's actually it's it's probably about uh, 60 miles from lawrence by the time you go out to arrowhead um but i'm um, I, I would be outraged if they move games from here to another location and off campus i just it's also ripping the band-aid off you
1: do one year where you're dealing with sure. struggles and you're playing at arrowhead
3: texas tech wouldn't make that decision because they don't have a, they don't have yeah, that that's option. what i'm saying they don't yeah. have an
2: option but I, I like how we did it here over the over over stages. So, but I mean, it's it's painful sometimes when you have a construction site. But sometimes the best thing for you know football programs are cranes because it shows progress, shows things are going on. But
0: the morning drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three.
3: All right, so I've got a pretty easy question for you involving this Red Raider football schedule. Okay. Tell me who will be the first loss of the season for the mm. Red Raiders, if there is one. Okay. <laughs> I just want to give you that option. No, I understand,
2: I appreciate that. I'm, I'm trying not to talk myself into 12-0 and 0 here pretty quickly. Um
3: if you're trying to talk yourself out of twelve and zero, no, no, no. Why would you have had any complaints about no, this game?
2: No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm, I was. I was being a little facetious there. The first loss. <laughs> man, that is. That uh, is pretty okay. I'm just going to say it. I think at Washington State.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Because you just you've not proven that you can win on the road
3: yeah well, you you've won games on the road. Oh, I know I you, so you can't say that you yeah, I know you, um, that you can't I'm a, that you I'm a can. lot worried
1: about, about Washington State. I'm a lot worried about Washington state. um if it's not that one mm-hmm. I think your first loss is at I at Iowa State on November second. I think you're a better team than TCU. I think you're a better team than Baylor and Arizona and Cincinnati. Like, up to the... Like, your start your schedule is set up to have a really good start to the season. Yeah. Washington, skate, Washington State really worries me for your first loss if it's not that one then Iowa State because of where it is and when it is.
3: I like that you have the, um... kind of the tune-up before then.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Whereas I'd...
3: last year we didn't really have a tune-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to think that you have enough players returning off of last year's team that they're going to remember the disappointment of you know road loss early on in the season. Um, I also think you're a much better football team than they are, so I, I got that one as a win for the Red Raiders. Uh, I have Tech starting seven and zero. The first loss to TCU on the road on October the twenty sixth. I also think you'll be a better football team than them, but. Road game, you're playing really well, you're winning lots. I mean, sooner or later, it just feels like luck would have it that it would be against the team that I dislike the most.
1: I also like the if Iowa State was your first loss because that gets you refocused for Colorado. <clears throat> but,
3: okay, well, I mean. Like you break that. It would pe- also mean that you beat TCU, which sure. I would be a fan of. Yeah, big oh, right. yeah. 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 Yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. your point there, Jeff. I mean, because make sure that you're. Fully focused on the Colorado Buffaloes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems like know. that's a team you really don't want to lose to.
2: Yeah, for so many different reasons. They're in the top
1: five. Yeah, I mean TCU's still at the top of that list. Yeah, with I, this I, schedule, I Oklahoma they, State's probably number two.
3: If you're beating Oklahoma State, I I think they're one of the favorites, and so that would, I mean, that would be huge, and as far as. Finishing high in the standings and possibly getting yourself to a Big Twelve championship game.
2: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, thoughts, comments, uh, Yates Flooring Center, line. Somebody says this: uh, Washington State lost their really good quarterback to the portal. They'll be breaking in a new one at that time. I'm not more worried about that one. Okay. Uh, somebody else says at Iowa State, uh, in agreement with uh, with Jeff. I could see, I could see TCU, um, and then you know um, of of any of the of the first four home games okay is there anybody that you're concerned about are you concerned about Arizona State or Cincinnati i'm going i'm going to assume you're not concerned about Abilene Christian or North Texas
3: i mean i'm not here to tell you it's a 100% guarantee or anything like that but mm-hmm. i think you should be much better teams a a much better team than both Arizona State and Cincinnati
2: yeah and then if you to if if Arizona hadn't lost their head coach, I think we all probably would have predicted. A month Arizona. ago
3: a month ago I would have predicted Arizona. Yeah, yes.
2: as your as your as your first mm-hmm. loss. Um uh, somebody says this I'm a typical tech fan. I look and see twelve and 0. okay, good for you. <laughs> That's <I> mean, awesome. <laughs> yeah, good for good for you. I mean I mean it it you look at this and and, and somebody else had said, Hey, you're you're poised to have um this schedule sets you up to have a hot start to the season, yes, and it could propel you for the rest of the season. With Arizona losing so much of the coaching change, I can easily talk myself into a seven and zero start. No, I, I think you're, I think you're exactly right. I mean, um, you know, if you were, a, you know, kind of a half glass empty person, you'd you'd look at North Texas and go, well, and historically, it says we don't we don't play them very well.
1: I also kind of look at the. Uh the Washington State game if you lose that one or if if that's the one I'm worried about so that we don't have the hype that happened last year too uh, that the listen Washington State's still out there you can lose that game let's pull the reins back a little bit not have this 7-0 and start and go off and win the Big 12 on January 31st
2: kind of moment too uh, this barring major injury this team should be 9-3 and three at minimum you buying that? Yep. Yep? Yep. I am. Uh, I'm going to call BS on this texture because I want to know who. Uh, unfortunately, Texas Tech has a history of getting blown up by new inexperienced quarterbacks. We should be very worried about Washington State. Okay. Who's the inexperienced quarterbacks that have, quote, blown us up?
0: Well,
3: we lost a, a guy that I thought was terrible last year at West Virginia. Okay. That's one that's just uh my immediate memory bank the, oh. uh the guy for Kansas State was pretty new, yeah he was he, we still haven't tackled him
2: no, we haven't yeah. so maybe maybe i should maybe I should pull back on the reins a little bit there with those two citations,
3: you do you, <laughs> yeah,
2: that <I> should. <laughs> Just kind of get my feathers ruffled there a little bit. Uh, not buying the hype. Tech is always good for six and six.
3: I mean, for somebody who's continuously I know. saying we're going to lose to North Texas because we <laughs> lost to them in 1999. I mean, our players weren't even born. I know.
2: I know. It's just, it's a ridiculous statement. Yeah. Um, and then they, somebody else brings up Avery from uh, Kansas State, which yeah. you just you just did. Yeah. Uh, this. I'm going. This person says this. I'm going six and six and can only go up or down. Okay.
3: That's a smart way to look at it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Smart way
1: to look at it.
2: Yeah. You can only go up.
1: Early candidate for text of the day right there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> up, or, up or down. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what, uh, you know, somebody else brings up the Kansas State backup quarterback. Yeah, it's just I've gotten that guy out of my mind, I guess, so... Uh so 9 and 3. So if you if you looked at this, um which three concern you the most then? You already um, mentioned TCU as one.
3: And then Oklahoma State and Iowa State on the road. Okay. Okay. So three road games.
2: So man, if you're uh if you're let's see what's that going to be cuz that's going to be 8 yeah, so if you're eight and two going into Oklahoma State, if you're eight and two going into Oklahoma State, don't you feel like that's a pretty big ball game with regard to Big Twelve championship game implications? Sure, hope so. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then, and then you have the home game, uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, against uh, West Virginia, and you know, I mean, obviously, obviously they were much better last year than than what many had predicted um and look none of these big 12 games are going to be there's no real patsies i mean there's no i mean for any of them even the ones that you're not playing right there's no there's no game where you go that's a free space on bingo
3: um
2: i mean is there anybody that you look at and go oh yeah no matter no matter what time of day or night um that you look at that team and go... I
3: mean, two in your non-conference.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm talking about in the Big 12. The the, the other Big 12 teams. you're not the really ones, worried about Arizona State. Even the ones that you're not playing. I mean, there's yeah, no...
3: Those two games, Jeff, Arizona State and Cincinnati, I feel pretty, I mean, really confident about those two at home.
2: Okay. Uh, 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. Mark says, I think we could lose to Arizona on the road. Sure, we could. Yeah. I'm
1: looking at the Cowboys schedule. And they open up Big 12 play at Boone Pickens Stadium against Utah. And my first thought is, how did they get four non-conference games to start the year? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to Utah. being Like, BYU, they're here. Cincinnati, I'm in. Like, I get it. And, and they'll, Utah actu- they'll actually right play there. an
2: additional Big 12 game against Arizona, even though it's, an, it's a non-conference game.
0: Oh, really? Because yeah. it was already on the schedule? Because was already
2: on the schedule, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
2: thanks for being with us today on this final day of january hope you've had uh, a great month and uh, can get uh, february off to uh, something even a little bit better with jamie lent and jeff mcguire i'm chuck hines we come to you from the first united bank studio look forward to hearing from you today continuously on the yates flooring center chat line the uh, double t ninety seven three mobile app of course your access point there we come to you from the first united bank studio visual edge it hotline is open to at 806 771 high school fan zone tonight at six on 100.7 the score coaches from friendship lovey cooper and liberty will uh, visit uh, tonight and uh, share their thoughts on their uh their high schools and their teams and what's ahead Springforts will be here before we know it jamie Coming up soon. Coming up soon. Make yeah. sure
3: those baseball and softball teams right. are all
2: getting excited. Getting ready. Yeah, the tech baseball team track. I mean, yeah, you know when you get uh, when you turn the page to February, does that does that kind of I mean does that get your motor running kind of a little bit? I mean you start to kind of kind of you kind of just kind of turn the engine a little bit kind of.
3: Well, you know me. I'm a bit of an preparer. I mean, yeah. really, when we hit January one, that's I've, I've been I've been hot and heavy working towards getting prepared already. Okay. So,
2: Do you have can you give us a little nugget to kind of help everybody kind of feel warm? You know, a little hot stove league. You know, Texas Tech baseball nugget that you've been working on or I, uh, tidbit no, or it's not really that, what I'm doing. It's, it's things along those lines. No, you just you just looking at the
3: the team putting sheets together
2: sheets together names and numbers and stuff like that okay i didn't know Mm -hmm. if you had anything that just kind of kind of went oh wow because that you know where you go oh man that's a wow that's a nugget
3: i don't know that i'm really good at those (laughs) no i think you're i don't there's no we've never had a segment called jamie's nuggies (laughs) <laughs> Only Chuck's nuggies. Well, no,
2: we don't have, we don't have, we just have nuggets. We like, we like, we like the nuggets, you know. <clears throat> we like to, we like to share sometimes. We, sometimes Who's we, we you and Fink. Yeah, me and Fig. We like, yeah. we like the nuggets. Yeah, we like the nuggets. Um, So we'll have, uh, yeah, it's just a couple of weeks away now, right? I mean, two weeks from, two weeks from this weekend.
3: Two weeks from Friday.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, be, be at it in the uh in the friendly confines of uh of the Rangers ballpark there in Arlington. For so. like a week. Huh? For like a week. For like a week, I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean you'd be you'd be camped out there. It'd be like a okay. a, a hopefully residence.
3: They'll, hopefully they'll give me Nadell's spot again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um Yeah, so it's it's uh it's uh it's kinda kinda crazy there. Um it's awesome there when you kind of so much
3: so excited that we're going there not houston yeah yeah just just, i mean i love houston's ballpark too they just again they just it feels like the whole early season college baseball classic in houston is a hassle to those people are they doing
2: it again this year i don't don't think so okay they might
3: be out of that business i don't know it just felt like a hassle to them
2: but the the Rangers, Rangers they a embrace deal. it. Yeah,
3: seem more excited.
2: Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, you you always want to go someplace where you're wanted. Mm-hmm. You never want to go someplace where you're where you're not wanted. I My mean, one
3: beef about the Rangers ballpark is that they don't. Um, I mean, it's just I don't know. Maybe one third of the food options are open. Okay. Yeah, which which was very disappointing last year.
2: Okay. Was there something that?
3: Yeah, there's one place that has like macaroni and cheese and brisket okay. mixed in together that mm-hmm. I love. Every time I go to a Rangers game, I get it. But not, and it wasn't an open the Big Twelve tournament.
2: Have you put in a request?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Who do I request that with?
2: Uh, concessions. I mean, I mean, give them a Bruce make, Bochy. Call Eric Nadell and say, "Hey, you've got a <laughs> lot of swag here. You got a, you've been, you've been, you know, voicing your opinions for, and you know, you're." Golden tones for forty something years. Call down to call down to Maggie there in concession. Say, mm. hey, my friend, my good friend Jamie Lint's coming in. Yeah, he really enjoys the macaroni and brisket that you guys have. Yeah, could you whip him some up? You know, while he's here, <laughs> I, he'll be here for about a week.
0: I don't think
3: I'll starve without it. Don't yeah. worry, I'll yeah. I'll find some food. Right No, I'm, I'm just, I won't come back famished. Or...
2: Do you get his booth, or do you know?
3: Uh, usually. Yeah. Not always, but usually.
2: Yeah, does, it, does it feel like, you're going, oh man, <clears throat> S- sitting here in Eric Nadell's chair? I feel, feel a little, feel a little smarter.
3: Yeah, there's people in the organization that have ties to Texas Tech, so I think I we end up getting a little bit of a benefit. Okay, nice. Yeah,
2: nice, nice. Uh, this suggestion, maybe you should mention it to Josh Young. Say. <laughs> hey, your boy Jamie here would really like the macaroni and brisket. Can can the world champ kind of, mm-hmm. you know, help me out a little bit? Do, give me a solid.
3: I think the reason that um, Josh and I uh, remain um, friendly is that I don't bug him with requests oh, yeah. like that. <laughs>
2: Okay, that's 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 probably fair. He probably appreciates that about you, a, no. a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: As I said, I'll I'll be all right. Yeah. No. I just I'll 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 be at least a couple of times when I'm walking around going, oh, what do I want to eat? And I'm like, oh man, I wish that.
2: I wish they had the brisket like, and macaroni mac and cheese, mac yeah. and, cheese. and uh, but that's something that they do. All right.
3: So uh, that's my suggestion. If you ever go to a Rangers game, getting mm-hmm. that whole boomstick thing and whatever. Okay pickle dog they got and all that a pickle dog whatever you <laughs> okay. massive things go get the macaroni and cheese and brisket not
2: just a regular hot dog you
3: know that's not for me okay just, i think a lot of people at baseball yeah, seem just, to like that yeah, though.
2: Just, just a regular just a,
1: <laughs> the garlic fries are really good too okay garlic parmesan fries oh those are so good mm-hmm. so if if no he, one wants to be near you after you've eaten them especially on a hot summer day they are that tasty that i don't care
2: <laughs> um Somebody asked this baseball question for you. How would you rank our chances against Tennessee?
3: Uh, Somebody on the chat line asked earlier what what I thought the record would be. So you're going to face two top ten teams, the first game and last game, Mm -hmm. Friday and Wednesday, Um, and then three teams in the middle in Nebraska, Oregon, and UT Arlington that you would think um, you're more talented than and I'm not saying you're not more talented than the two top 10 teams. I'm just saying those are the two toughest challenges. So you would think you have a good chance to win those three middle ones, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we all know how baseball is, right? On uh, sure. any given day, pitcher has a good day, bad day, whatever. It changes things. But um, Tennessee's roster is loaded. Again, there's no question. They've uh, they've hit the portal hard um, like they've done in the past. I don't know if they're quite as talented. Um as maybe they have been offensively, but it looks to me like their rotation is going to be one of the best in the country. So luckily you don't have to play them three times. You just have to play them once. Mm-hmm. But uh, you should be, I mean, Friday night, first game of the season, you'll be facing their ace who's an All-American. So get ready.
2: If you if you had to guess, is he a left-hander or a right-hander right Andrew okay if you had to guess who will uh, Texas Tech open up with on the mound
3: I hope it's Kyle Robinson just because I just want to see that matchup of two team USA guys going at each other
2: okay so th- that would be your that'd be your guess
3: oh um yeah I guess so
0: okay yeah Okay. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of ninety 973 podcasts at tt973.com.